This is a presentation of Dawn Forge Productions. You're listening to All Things Azeroth, Episode 714, Past Death's Door. Today's sponsor is Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash atareads2020. That's bit.ly slash atareads2020. Nearly 500,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Today's show is also brought to you by ExpressVPN. Protect your online activity today and find out how you can get three months free at tryexpressvpn.com slash expressata2020. That's T-R-Y-E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash expressata2020 for three months free with a one-year package. Visit tryexpressvpn.com slash expressata2020 to learn more. Coming to you from the exotic land known as Canada, eh? You're listening to another episode of All Things Azeroth. Now we present your awesome hosts, the always stalwart and honorable Maedros, the commander of the fell and master of demons, Death, the non-vegan meat shield, my warrior brother, Toasty, and the high priestess of the Everlight, Allie. She ain't from Canada, but it'll work. It's the internet. Just go with it. They are bringing you your news from the world of Warcraft. This is All Things Azeroth! And welcome back to All Things Azeroth, your World of Warcraft podcast. I'm your host, Medros, and with me I have Toasty. Hey, Toasty. Wait, really? You've been going to Ellie for the past couple shows, so I was expecting that to happen. You just, you just like throwing us I, for a loop, I like don't to you? change it up. I like to change it up sometimes, yeah. I see how it is. So how you doing, bud? Um... I'm doing. I'm doing really good. I had a, I had a great last week for obvious reasons, which we'll talk about a bit later. Uh, it was also just a nice week off of work, where it was very relaxing staying in my home for the entire time. <laughs> but I didn't mind it this time around. So you know what? Whatever. It's all good. How about you? How, how have you been? I'm uh, doing okay. And, and and how you doing there, Ali? I'm good. I love Shadowlands so much. <laughs> Shh, we're talking about that later. I, I know, I could talk about it now. I'm sharing my joy. I'm sharing it. Okay, you're you're allowed to share your joy, I guess. That's I mean, right, so, I am. There's so much joy about this experience so far that it cannot be contained to a single segment. It must Probably. spill out everywhere. Well, now, that's, that's more than I was signed up for here <laughs> so how, how was your weekend uh, weeks in wow there Allie it was it was really good <laughs> really I I, I I thought you probably didn't play too much so well not as much as others but more than I normally do which has been lovely I still have been busy with you know work and podcasting and whatnot but really enjoying when I do play I took advantage of their pre-patch to level up my rogue and DK's gear, which was very, very necessary. And I, you know, went into Shadowlands and had a lot of fun. I'm not, I'm not 60 yet. I have been taking my time to read all the quest texts, to do all the side quests I'm, you know, doing a lot of 
herbalism and stuff for my guild to help out people. And I had to go on an exploring adventure one day because <laughs> I made the mistake of calling my grandma on Thursday to wish her, you know, happy Thanksgiving, thinking it was going to be a quick conversation. And then I can call my other grandma and wish her happy Thanksgiving and move on with life. And I'd pick flowers while I did that. The first grandma took an hour and 20 minutes and just did not want to let me get off the phone. And so I never did call the other grandma. And I kind of got bored sitting there talking to her and her talking about people I don't know at all. So I, I explored a bit of Bastion and stumbled upon the, the stewards or Swolkins as they're also known. I stumbled upon their spa area, their little retreat area they have in Bastion there, complete with a spa and a gym and someone who is apparently my number one fan or my biggest stalker, depending on how you look at it, which it was just a fun little discovery. And that's one of the things I really appreciate about Shadowlands beyond, you know, new content and lore and all of that that sense of wonder and that sense of wanting to explore is back and i really like that i i didn't think you liked exploring at all oh you're very focused i do what i want to do <laughs> i have a lot of squirrel moments because i'm like ooh, what's that cliff over there oh what's What's that treasure over there? Oh, this rare popped up. Oh, look, another side quest. Like, it's... I'm, I'm all over the place sometimes, and I love it. And I'm taking time to, you know, take lots of lore notes. Like, I actually have, like, pen and paper next to me taking all these notes. And... I found that amusing, to be honest. I found that quite amusing. Well, when you're on two lore podcasts and um, are a part of a third lore organization thing... And then there's a certain lore panel coming up and come for the storm. Like, I'm taking my notes. I'm doing my due diligence, man. You take this bit seriously. Lore is serious, man. Serious work. <laughs> and anytime you can double up on show prep and playing the game, you do it. Exactly. Because I know on Live, Laugh, Lore, we're going to be talking about these things we're speculating about and questions we have and whatever. So I'm just, I'm getting ahead of the game. I'm doing it. Fair enough. Fair enough. I could, I could, I could keep gushing for a while because I really, I really like Shadowlands, and and I like, I I like to look up because it's glorious. The artwork and every single one of these zones is amazing. Now that we're finally hearing the music, it really adds a lot to it, and I love it so much. Oh my and god, the music! Right? Oh, it's so good. It's so good. I'm just so far just really happy with the entire experience and I could talk for a full hour by myself about all of it so instead one of you two should talk first what is your favorite quest so far that you've done yikes I don't know how to answer that because there's so many good ones <laughs> I really one single quest that you join oh boy um. See, every time I have one picked out, I have a new one in my head that I'm enjoying. So, 
Um, I'll pick the one that is newest and f most fresh in my head because I will be here for another 20 minutes deciding which one I like the most because so many of them are great. I enjoy what I'm doing right now in Ardenweald. And no, no spoilers, I'm, I'm, I'm escorting a certain pod and I have a connection with this pod on many levels personally in my own mind and heart and soul. And so it's, it, the, the, that moment is meaning a lot to me and to my character. So I'm really enjoying that. And, and your character again is a warden, right? Yes. But she used to be right. a human, but either way, she, she's a priest. That's that's the key here. But it, there is something actually really cool about being a worgen and being an Ardenweald, because I'm I just I, I feel like I fit in, and it's it's pretty cool. Plus, I will simply say I'm surprised I didn't see any worgen there. I was expecting to. I've seen plenty of war. Like, are, are you talking about worgen players or just worgen NPCs? Oh, I mean, there might be eventually, but um. That's, that's not the focus right now. I'm just saying. I would expect to see if you there. That's all. We might still. Either way, it's it's great. And like I said, if if I were to try to pick other favorites, we'd be here for quite a while because I'm just really enjoying everything. It's it's just so good. And all the lore speculating and it's uh it's so good. I love it so much. Cool. So, Toasty, how was your uh, weeks and while your pre and post release uh, time? Oh, oh man! So, oh man, the, the the time before Shadowlands seems like it was so far. It's so far away because I spent so much time in Shadowlands over the past week. Um, so, in the, in the pre patch, I was leveling up a bunch of alts. I got a bunch of them to fifty. So, I've got now two warlocks at fifty. Uh, one on the horn side, one on the lion side. I've got a druid, uh, a shaman, uh, a mage, and my paladin. Okay. So got that. I got that paladin to fifty, and I'm happy to report that despite the the, the lead that both you and Ro had over me, um, the on the last show, I got to fifty first amongst the three of us on that alt. Indeed, you did. It just you took you know, like, nonstop playing basically. Like that was that was, I I like, I I I finished the edit on the last on the on the last show pretty quick, so I was able to get in more time on my paladin. Played them. Did did that for Wednesday Thursday and. I can't remember what I hit fifty on her on her, but like I did it before lunch. That's all that mattered to me. Uh also was doing a lot of farming of the mount from Scatty, never got it. Which you know I expected to happen. It's a very low drop rate. Uh only managed to get one of the bags from, from Bagman. But I got it on my warrior, so I'm happy with that. Yeah, you can only have one, so like one per character. So, yeah, I was that trying. That was a sad revolution in relation to me. Yeah, I mean, t 
retailers can make a 32 slot bank for relatively cheap. So it's not terrible. Uh, after Shadowlands, uh, after Shadowlands launch, I, I, I played it a lot. Like I, I was playing so much of it. Uh, we did it. We did the Monday night stream, obviously last week. That was a lot of fun. Uh, and then I pretty much played every day for a long time. I, I think in total it took me about 16 or 17 hours to get from 50 to 60. Now, now like, I, I got to 60 on the Wednesday night. So what I, what, what I, what I ended up doing was, like, I put a lot of time in. Like, I, I, I'm sure, I'm sure if we compared to actual time played, like a lot of like, I feel like we we'd all line. I, I feel like I'd line up closer to the the higher end of time investment because I because I, I was I was taking the slow route. I like I was I was being deliberate with everything, you know, like actually reading the quests and all that other stuff. But because I had the week off, I was able to take my time and all that and still get to sixty in terms of days gone by relatively quickly. But in terms of like actual game, actual play time. It was pretty slow going. Plus, you know, just doing a lot of random exploring and all that other stuff. Uh, and like Ali said, Ardenweald is a beautiful zone. I I love it so much. That was that was the one zone that I didn't play through in in the beta or the alpha, because like like I I knew I know I knew where the story was going to end in Ardenweald. Because I, I kept up with all that as that information was coming out. I didn't know how we got to that point and what was going to happen leading up to that. And I wanted that to be a surprise for me. So. It's so good. <laughs> um, yeah. It was, I love it. I love that zone so much. Uh, I already. I, I've already started leveling up one alt. Uh, that's my mage. I went the. Uh, Threads of Fate method for that alt, so I can align with the Covenant right away for him, mm -hmm. and he's going Ardenweald because it just it just makes sense in my head. Like I have no rhyme or reason for it. It just I, I look at the idea of the character I built for my mage. I'm like you know what, Ardenweald seems right for him, so I did that. How was that experience so far? Um, I haven't explored it too much. I played maybe... I, I, I did actual questing on him for maybe two hours. And I just went straight for some world quests. Um, it's it, it wasn't... It wasn't a great experience off the hop, but that's also because that mage is very poorly geared. <laughs> like, like, I didn't upgrade all my heirlooms... All the way, and I was still wearing them going into Shadowlands. So, if that's any indication as to how well I was doing in terms of not dying on my very squishy mage, uh, yeah, it was it was pretty rough. But you know, I adjusted. I started going a bit slower, and I managed to get. I managed to finally clear out a single world quest. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'll just stick with actual questing. Instead of trying to tackle world quests on this character right now, because it's it's not a good idea. So I mean, that's my experience for it with it right now. With some other characters, maybe it might not be so bad because they're better geared and all that other stuff. 
and yeah, but I know I I chose my mage for some reason as my first alt to go to Shadowlands. No, actually, I know why the I know why the reason is because I had so much cloth on my warrior. So I'm like you know what, my mage is a, my mage is a tailored enchanter. I'm just gonna get him started in Shadowlands so I can start using all that stuff. <clears throat> I've been doing a lot of Torghast. I've been doing so much Torghast, which I'm sure is not a surprise to anybody who's been listening to this show uh, since Torghast was made available. I'm shocked. Ike. So there are three layers available in Torghast in the opening week. And I got through... I finally got through all three layers on Saturday morning, I want to say. For each available wing, and I still kept running it afterwards, just because I have so much fun with it. I can't wait for the endless mode to be unlocked so that I can start working towards all those cosmetics and actually be running Torghast for a reason. <clears throat> not that... Not that I wasn't having fun with Torghast uh, without a reason, because obviously I was. I kept doing it out afterwards. But man, like, you can, get, you can get really screwed over if you do not get the right anima abilities in Toriast. I got through layers 1 and 2 on both wings pretty easily. And layer 3, so, like, so I, I was able to get to Torghast on the Thursday. I got 1 and 2 done Thursday. For both wings, and and it wasn't until Saturday that I got layer three down because I just kept getting screwed over by what by what abilities were being presented to me. Also, I accidentally targeted the vendor with the item that turns them into a lost anima cell in the in the the, the first time he showed up, which as which as we know, having done that in the beta, uh has a chance of making him not appear in the later zone. And guess what yeah. happened? Good good job there, buddy. Yeah, did not mean to do that. I clicked the wrong thing while I still had the while I still had him targeted. So, for anybody who wasn't aware, in Torghast, when you come across that vendor and you have you can buy that item that turns a random enemy it tur- turns a targeted enemy into a plundered anima cell. Uh you can target him if you want. Just know that you run the risk of him not showing up in the final floor of your lair. Which means all that phantasma you just got may be for naught. It's a risk. I, I know some people have had it where he's still there, and that's fine. But like, there's a chance that all that phantasma you're building up to splurge on anima abilities may, may be for naught. So, careful. Uh, been running a lot of dungeons too. The dungeons are so much fun. Yes, they are, and it feels it feels good to have them tuned better than in beta. Like it feels like our testing, you know, we, we did good. We did our job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just wish that uh that that then people we so I know it's the beginning of the expansion, and all these dungeons are new to everybody, and that's fine. I get it. If you go into the fight blind. There's gonna be some. There's gonna be some things that people struggle with, and that I get that. What What was annoying me over the past week was, you know, we stopped before we pulled the boss. Like, okay, was was the instance when we stopped before the boss and we were like, okay, has anybody not done this fight? 
No? Okay. So we, we discussed a strategy. I'm thinking that third boss in uh, Plaguefall? No. Oh, which, which, which dungeon was it? Towers of Ascension? Is it Theater of Pain? Are you talking about the one with the meat hook? It's not Theater of Pain for the meat hook, but it's the it's the one that's like the 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 Kyrian Maldrax's mashup. Necrotic Wake. Necrotic Wake. That's it. Yeah. So there's that boss that you have to get hooked off the stage, otherwise he's like not able to be damaged. And it was explained to people, and it was just painful every time I got. It was just painful when I saw people targeted and like they ran not towards the boss. Like, guys, we, we talked about this right before. You, we all, you all said we, you understood what was happening, so there's no reason why... There's no reason why we should be struggling on this. And that went on for 10 minutes. At least... Uh, sorry, maybe not 10 minutes. I'm not sure if it, if it allows to go that long. But it felt like 10 minutes. Of people just not hooking the boss off the stage. So for the love of God... Please hook them off the stage. Like I get it if you didn't know it and you went into the fight blind. But when somebody says what to do, please listen, or at least try. Like I get, I get that people troll. But if it, like, oh god, that was bad. It was really bad. I I did not appreciate that at all. Also, the people pulling entire rooms of trash. Like very early, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, it's fine. It's it's fine. No, it, it was awful, but whatever. And then there was the maw. I had so I've I was, I've been having so much fun in the maw. Like, I guess it's been it's been a blast just going through everything and exploring everything that is that there is to be done there. Trying to get around like the big guys who will definitely just smack me the heck down. And when everybody groups up and like ah, it, it, the, the mod's so full of people right now, and it's, it's making it a lot of fun to do because it's you got the random random acts of coordination and people are helping each other out and all that other stuff. I mean, sure they're try, they're they're trying to achieve their own goals. I get that, but it's just I've been having so much fun with it. Except I keep forgetting that we can't mount in the maw. I and can. Yeah, well, you're, you're a worgen. You That's right. <laughs> it does uh, feel really cheap, <laughs> but I still do it. A friend of mine uh, referred me to a weak aura that you can put in. That will actually count the number of times you stupidly tried to mount up in the maw. <laughs> I am definitely installing that weak aura. Like, just for curiosity's sake. Because, like, it, at, at this point, it's it's muscle memory for a lot of people, right? You finish killing your... You finish killing whatever you're going to kill, and you mount up, and you keep going to wherever you were going to go. Right? So, you know, for me, it's like, okay. Spam, execute. Okay, it's dead. Shift space, because that's my mount button. Like, oh, wait. Like, is it not working? What's going on? Am I still in combat? And I'll spend a little time trying to figure out, like, if I'm still in combat or whatever, or maybe, 
or maybe my keyboard wasn't responding for some reason then, then i remember and the and i finally noticed the error that pops up that says my my mount won't listen to my call in the mock like all oh, right that's a thing so yep rip funny thing about that is like i keep trying to mount up in the maw but when it comes to walking around Oribos, I am walking everywhere and, and completely forgetting that you can mount up in the majority of that place. Like heroic leaping and taking the and taking the slow way of just walking. Like, no, I can just mount up. TLDR, I are dumb. Dracorant says in the chat that you can just use glob goblin gliders almost everywhere. Yes, that is technically true. Um, unfortunately for me, uh, I haven't replaced my cape yet. <laughs> Because my cape is 155. Uh, so, and I can't tinker onto the legendary cape, unfortunately. I, I believe he's referring to the actual Goblin Glider item, the usable item. Eh, well. Eh. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to I'm not going to get the materials to make that when I can just get a tinker kit. All right. I'm trying to get gold in this expansion, so I'm sitting at around 100,000. I want to actually right. hold on to a decent amount of gold <laughs> for a change. Okay. I say this now, and like odds are I'll forget and just spend all my gold again. Because that's that's the cycle for me for every expansion. Go into it like, yes, this is the one I'm going to make a lot of gold in, and then and then, and then I don't. Because I are done. I feel like there's so much more I could say that I was doing, because there is so much more I, I did, and I can't... I'm, like Those are the highlights. Well, and Yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with Shadowlands. Can't can't wait to get more into it and see and get to everything else. Like I'm stoked for the raid. Castle Nathria looks great. I've been looking at the at the armor and all that from there, and like I want it on my warrior so bad. I just got I just gotta wait. <clears throat> so how many alts do you have right now? Like how many max level or uh, battle fries have max level tunes or higher? Um, uh, let's see, warrior. Two warlocks, druid, mage, paladin, shaman. I feel like I'm missing something. Priest. So eight that I can remember. Okay. Didn't quite finish off my uh, my survival hunter before Shadowlands dropped, but that's because I was I was eager to beat you and Rhoda fifty on on the, on the paladin. That makes sense. Anyway, how 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 was your first week in Shadowlands, there, Medros? Um. Well, do you want do I know what happened oh, before I, Shadowlands? Oh yeah, that you too. Know, or you not care about that? I mean, if you don't care about that, it's fine. Oh, let's hear it all. I want to hear about this Void Elf Warlock that you got to fifty. <laughs> of course, that's what you want to hear about. Yeah. Nothing else that I did. Just this the this the Warlock. Yeah, specifically tell me everything involved with what happened with that Void Elf Warlock. <laughs> but yeah, also everything else, obviously. Alright, uh, so I did get my Void Elf Warlock, as well as my Lightforged Paladin up to 50. Uh, that gives me 14 characters at max level uh, for, when, when Shadowlands launched. Um, and I actually got gear on most of them. Um... Once I'd hit max level on those two, I then proceeded to spend... Okay, wait, hold on. So, 
the reason I wasn't max level first is because I realized that if I wanted my characters to have any decent gear, uh, the best option was to take them through uh, the stuff out in Ice Crap. So for like four days, I'd spent time every chance I had, uh, every ten minutes killing a boss, and the next one, over and over and over. Um, and it was it was a good time. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Uh, but it did get in the way of, you know, actually getting to the goal of having that, those, that, those two characters max level. So, uh, I eventually got them both up there. Uh, it didn't take much, because it, it, it's super easy, like, the amount of XP you're getting from, uh, a zone in, um, in Legion post-Shadowlands pre-patch was incredible compared to what occurred before, like... Uh, I was getting three or four levels per zone in uh, in the content I was doing, um, which was just incredible. Um, but yeah, got those characters up. Uh, went back to leveling or to get, getting gear up. Um, there's only two characters that didn't get a significant amount of gear. Uh, one because uh, it was my alliance monk. And uh, I didn't really feel like that's a high, high priority for me. Uh, sorry, this is all the Alliance characters. The Horde characters got nothing, just to clarify. Uh, they are uh, they are the forgotten stepchildren of my uh, account. Uh, they <laughs> get uh, visited on the boat every so often to see how they're doing, and that's about it. Soon to be joined by your Void Elf Warlock, if I'm understanding correctly? Very likely, yes. The, that uh, At this point... Uh, once characters move onto Shadowlands, uh, they liquidate their resources and shove them over to the all center, not going anywhere. Because, you know, why, why would I not? Um, yeah. And then... Uh, so... The, the other one I didn't get was my Lightforge Paladin. Ironically, the warlock did get gear, so actually goes into shadow. Will go into Shadowlands if if she ever gets there. Uh, pretty well geared, um, and then the Lightforged Drenai Paladin. Uh, just I thought I had more time. Uh, I thought I knew what time in our time zone the expansion launched, and I'd heard an hour before the stuff out in Ice Crown was ending. There was no indication in chat at all uh, that it was ending anytime soon. Um, and uh, killed Kelseth, I think was the last one we killed. We killed. I was at 4.04 p.m. Central Time. And then flew over to Black Knight, which is next. And waited. And then waited. And then waited some more. And about 20 minutes went by, and I'm like, there's something wrong here. And I'm like, just looking just scrolling my chat, I'm like, there's there's no there's no messages say, saying something spawned. So flew over to the Arden Tournament Grounds, and sure enough, there was nobody there. Or all the NPCs and all the mobs that were there before are gone. The uh, Argent Tournament um raid uh mods are back. Uh, basically I yeah. I, I messed up. 
uh, got my timing wrong and uh, missed out on turning in about f five, six hundred uh, scourge stones uh, and Oof. getting gold. Or getting uh, gear for my, for my character. That's a fat rip, bud. Fat <laughs> yeah. rip. So uh, I am going to leave that quest as a reminder of my own idiocy uh, in my <laughs> uh, in my quest log on that character for a very long time, and uh, uh, use that as a lesson to not be stupid. Um, but yeah, so um, once Shadowlands hit, uh, uh, I basically got my, got my character over to I uh, got back onto my character in um, Borlas and uh, proceeded to go through to Stormwind or try uh, tried and and I tried and I tried uh, and uh, wasn't having a lot of success uh, much like when the patch launched uh, I got a significant number of messages uh, to the effect of uh, character not found. Uh, basically, uh, being told like that, that, that the server can't really find my, my character right now. I'm going to come back a little later and try again. Uh, thankfully, got on to my character about 20 minutes, before, 20 minutes before we started. No, actually, no, it was closer to that. We started at 8-ish, and I think I got on at like 5 minutes to 8. So I was still trying to get on when we were in chat together. Um, but did did eventually get on. Uh, I don't think you guys, either of you, had any uh, as much of a hard time as I did, which did really disappointed me. Yeah, I think I only tried for like 20 minutes before launch, before before we uh, started stream, before to log in, and Ugh. I was also having issues. But, yeah, no, nowhere near as long as you did, apparently. Yeah, uh, I was having problems all day. Um, closer and closer it got, the more the, the problems the more the problems increased. Uh, until, at one point, it was just like, okay, I'm, I'm just going like, to stop for a while. And then I uh, came back closer to when we were going to start, and once again, still having problems. Yeah, it was very frustrating. Uh, but got into... Uh, into the Shadowlands with you guys. Had a really fun stream going through Bastion. Um, it was uh, it was a lot of fun. I, I really did enjoy that. Um, the expansion is a lot is is an interesting expansion, and yeah. So uh, I think I was done Bastion before I went to sleep that night. Onto Maldraxxus. Uh, that would be a couple days. Uh, I'm curious. Um, Ali, you said that you did a lot of herbing, right? Uh, yeah. When did you hit max level for herbing? Like, what I zone? I don't know, because I haven't... Oh, I haven't hit max level yet. Oh, okay. I didn't, like, do any, like, rounds. Like, it was just one of those things where if I found a flower, I would go pick it. I think I'm at 80-something now. Okay. Like, sorry, um, I'm only level 59. Like, that's... I feel like that's pretty good. I hit max level mining uh, early in Ardenweald, and I was, I was about 56. 
And that was not going out of my way. I was just, whenever I saw a node, I would try to run for it. If I could get it, I could get it. Um, so maybe there's more ore or something? I don't know. Um, but In yeah. Iron Wheel, though? Oh, yeah. I... I... I, I was like, I didn't find a lot of ore in Bastion, or in Bastion or Ardenweald. Maldraxxus definitely had more for me. Revendreth was actually the area where I had the most because one of the quest areas was just okay. But you were just full. doing you were just doing the main quests, right? Yeah, I was just doing main quests. Okay, I was doing side quests as well. Like I did not leave a zone until it was done. Like, done, done. There was nothing there left for me to do. Okay. And I explored every the entire zone every time. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I have the Explorer... I don't think I have the Explorer uh, zone achievements on any of the zones. Okay. <sighs> yeah, no, I... I had, I had a very solid plan. Um, I was going to push... But I was still questing, doing all the quests, including the side quests. I was still going to go through and um, explore everywhere because uh, I wanted the, those exploration achievements right off the, right the top. Um, and I wanted to make sure that I really felt like I had gotten my the, my full experience out of it. And I hit sixty right before I left Ardenweald. Okay, wow, that's actually a pretty big difference. Just comparing my experience versus yours, because I did only main quests, and grant I did also did some dungeons as I was leveling up, and I hit sixty. Like, at about I want to say about the seventy percent mark around there in Revendreth. Yeah, I've done no no dungeons, of course. No surprise. Yeah. Um, the the only place I've entered. That was an instance. Was the time that I had to go into Torgas for the sake of questing a Reverend. All right, yeah, I forgot about that. The 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 one where I really just I can't do it if I don't because I can't even choose my covenant without that. So, yep, that that is accurate. So and that yeah. wasn't that bad of a run, though. No, it wasn't too bad. Um, I mean, I didn't enjoy it, but. No, oh, that's a line you know it. We have, we have, we. I have the vod. I have the vod of you enjoying Torghast. So yeah, I mean, I, I, I really enjoyed the the, the process of loving. I, I enjoyed the storylines. Um, I'd already done all of Bastion and all of Maldraxxus on Beta, and I'd kind of touched at stuff in Ardenweald and a little bit of Revendreth. Um. I still want the carriage in Revendreth as a mount. Um, either a group mount, like a party mount, would be perfect. The hive mind mount, and it'd okay, be yeah, perfect yeah. for that. Saw that idea on Twitter, and I'm like, that's totally what I want. And uh, of course, I chose my Kyrian uh, covenant because, of course, when she's the best covenant in the world, mm-hmm. and. Um, then I I did some stuff there, and then I went over and grabbed my druid. And that, w- that was the one that was going to be doing Ardenweald. Uh, so I did the... Uh, the path, path of Fate, or whatever the heck it is. Um, I did that for that character. 
And I've run into some problems. And I, I'm curious if you have as well. Um, I Though I don't know that you actually have, because I think you mentioned that you haven't done some of the stuff that I've had issues with. So I'm, do, I'm doing the, um, the objectives. And there's one right outside of the main hub there. And I've done it. It says 100%. And okay. never completes. I don't, no, I, get, I, I don't get XP, I don't get gold, nothing. It just, it sticks at 100. I have not had that experience. So I've, I've completed the one world quest on my mage. No, not world quest, objectives. Oh, sorry, object. It, it was it was also an objective. Okay. Like it's one of, it was one of those weird things that, it was one of those things where you're leveling up and, and it was an objective and they turn into a world quest later. Okay. So I did that. And no, yeah, it, it it completed fine. I got the rewards and all that other stuff. Well, so hell. I'm not, sh- I'm not sure what happened with with you there. That's unfortunate. That that really sucks. It does. Uh, it, it really kind of pissed me off, to be honest. Because I'm like, but where's my reward? Like, give me my damn oh. reward. <laughs> Do you like a bug for it? I did. I uh, I came across it actually happened while I was uh, watching Ali's stream last night actually. I'm okay. like, okay, so I, I'm doing this and I know that it's complete. It's 100, percent but it's just not doing it. And I so I submitted a bug report and I'm like, I, I'm pretty sure I've done it right. There's no way to turn it in. It's just an objective that should auto complete. And it's 100. <laughs> percent I've gone back and I've killed a, a mob or two that would normally give credit towards that objective, and and nothing's moving, nothing's happening. Um, I, I've killed one of the ones that would move it by two or three percent. I've killed the little ones that, you know, you kill three or four of them, you get a couple of percentage on that and, and just nothing's happening. So, um, hopefully they'll fix that bug and, uh, drive me less crazy because it is not fun. Okay, Madras, I'm going to pose the same question you asked Ali. Uh, what okay. has been your favorite quest so far? My favorite quest so far. Not that easy, is it? <laughs> um, the quest where I'm fighting Redacted in the Redacted of Redacted and leading up to the revelation of Redacted being Redacted in Redacted. Okay. I, I hope at least you will know the sequence of what I was saying, what it means. No, yeah, I got it. Okay. And in fairness, I think Ali probably figured it out too. Um, uh, I think so. Yeah. Um, very. I, I saw it coming a mile away. As soon as it was said uh, that there was a, a connection, I, I had a pretty clear idea. I was spoiled a bit to it because of the beta. But uh, I was still very happy to see what I saw. So, um, and I'm very curious to see how the storyline with that character is going to go uh, as the zone progresses. Okay. But yeah. So that's uh, that's my favorite quest. Never did ask you what your favorite quest was. Did I? No, you didn't. All right. What's your <laughs> quest? Um. Honestly, it's it's in the same quest line. <laughs> right. I really enjoyed it. That um, was a really well done quest line, I must say. 
Yeah. Uh, absolutely. There was... Uh, there was one quest in particular that that, that just really st- that that just sticks out to me so much, and I loved it. It was as, as far as what you're doing in the quest, there wasn't a lot to it, but the atmosphere, coupled with the music in Ardenweald, the the Ardenweald music is some of my favorite music in the game. Like I might even rank it over Grizzly Hills music. That's how much I like it, and I don't. I, I loved it. Just there, 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 there are so many quests throughout this entire expansion so far that uh, like tug on your emotions a little bit, and I, they, they've 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 done a good job for me for just making me feel emotionally connected to everything that's been happening so far in this expansion. It probably helps that there's a lot of familiar faces tied to the quests in most of the zones. Yeah. I mean, in we've got Uther in Bastion. We've got Draka in Beldraxxus. We've got other characters in Ardenweald and Revendreth that we connect with. It's just been... I'm not gonna lie. I'm really intrigued to see what they're gonna do with with Draca and Meldraxxus. Because there's gonna be yeah. one hell of a reunion going down one day. If they don't do that, they have failed this expansion. I will say they did a good job making me actually care about Meldraxxus. Yes, I went. I like. I went into it not knowing a whole lot because the afterlife short didn't really tell us a whole lot. I did a little bit of it in beta, but not a whole lot again. And I went into it knowing it would be, you know, a rockin' awesome place, but not really caring about the story. And I left actually caring about the story, actually caring about what happens there, and actually looking forward to taking my DK there. Yeah, no, I I, I, I understand that entirely. I Out of the four zones, like I didn't have a reason to care about the story in Meldraxxus initially but as you progress through it and you go through the process that you go through in Meldraxxus like there's some deep investment into what's going on there and the culmination of all of that is is is, was just it was something it was it was something else I, I, I I can't fully express my thoughts on it without spoiling everybody but there there was I I loved Everything about Maldraxxus, from the atmosphere it presented and like the overall storyline, like you went into it knowing that there, that it's a bunch of, a bunch of houses fighting, and I was expecting, I don't, I don't know what I was expecting with the storyline, but it wasn't, it wasn't what was presented to us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like there, I mean, if I had, if I had to rank the stories. Like the stories of each zones so far, and the, some of this is going to surprise people. Some of this is not. Some of it not so much. Like, I think Ardenweald would be tops for me. Maldrax is a second. Revendreth is third, and Bastion is fourth. I'm sure nobody's surprised about me putting Bastion at the fourth. No. <laughs> 
But, you know, I, I, I thought, like, even going into, it's like I knew what was happening with Revendreth and all that other stuff. Like, I knew I knew the endpoints and all that other, and, and everything like that. But, like, when you compare it to Ardenwild and Maldraxxus, like, I, I, it just, like, it's, it's all good. I'm not, I'm not saying I didn't enjoy the stories for any of these zones. I enjoyed the individual stories for each of these zones. Especially how they kind of all tied into each other. And they did it... it, and, it was, and the way they were tied together was done very well. Yeah, they were... Like, yeah. Ah. Uh, I haven't... Like, uh, I haven't been this invested in a... In, in a WoW story in a little bit like the what we had in BFA was really great but it was but they were all like individual stories right like you had the individual story of Boralus and you had the individual story of uh, of Dressvar and etc etc and those stories were great but uh, and they were loosely connected like there was a reason we were going through all these zones to kind of unite them but like each of those stories could each of those stories was capable of like kind of just standing on their own like you didn't need the other zones f to make sense of the stories that you were getting in in the other ones but with <clears throat> with the way everything progresses has been progressing in Shadowlands like you need those other zones and you, like, it, it, there's a connection there and i think that's making me care more about the overall story we've been getting so far. I, like, I don't know if I'm explaining this right or correctly, but it, uh, yeah. I, I, I've been loving the story, basically, is what I'm trying to say in a very long-winded way. <laughs> well, that, uh... I mean, the, the stories this expansion, I really feel, are, are very top-notch. Um... Each zone has a very engaging story. Definitely uh, gets you into the right mood they want you to be in, uh, and they uh, they just do a very good job. I feel absolutely, yeah. A anything else for you there, Ali? Um, not this time. Without going into spoilers or spending another hour gushing about how much I love this expansion. I mean, you can if you want. No, I mean, we've been at it for a while. We got some other stuff we got to talk about and stuff. So, we'll probably talk more about the story probably in the new year. <laughs> I think I think I feel like that, that's an, that's a good time for us to like lift the spoiler ban on the stories, and we can gush about them a bit more. Uh, yeah, the new year somewhere. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, what's coming up this month in WoW? All right. So this month in WoW, we've got Dark Moon Fair that's going from December sixth to twelfth. We've also got the Wanderers Festival on December 7th. Castle Nathria, the first raid in Shadowlands, opens on December 8th in Normal and Heroic modes. We've got the Battleground Bonus Event and PvP Brawl Packed House. Those run from December 8th to the 14th. And the first wing of LFR and Castle Nathria Mythic open up on December 15th. We've also got the Shadowlands Dungeon Event running from December 15th to the 21st. And Wintervale starts on December 16th, running all the way to January 2nd. 
We've got the Pet Battle Bonus Event, running from December 22nd to the 28th, along with PvP Brawl Deep 6. On December 29th, we'll start Wrath Time Walking, that runs until January 4th, and of course, we'll cap off the year with the traditional fireworks celebration on December 31st. And that's it. Man, there's lots of lots of long long running stuff this month. It's good. Yeah. Uh, have we seen data mine yet of uh, what the what the toy is going to be for Christmas this year? Not yet. So we'll probably expect to have see a patch between now and then that'll bring that in. Probably. Alrighty. All right, so uh, we we have a packed news show this week, right, guys? Not, not really. No. All right. Well, these are just. Could you could you just play along? Could you? Just couldn't play along. Nope. Nah, not my style. <sighs> well, whatever. All right, so uh, they did announce just the other day uh, that there are free character transfers uh, available from some for some realms that are rather packed full. Uh, so if you are tired of waiting queues, uh, if you are on a server that has queues, um, you, you can get a free, free trip to another realm. Uh, I don't, are they soup realms? I don't see it mentioned here. No, they didn't, they didn't list any of the realms with the, the way they're denoting which, the way they're showing people how that, that you're eligible for a uh, realm transfer is if you're logged on to that specific realm. So say, for example, you're on, I don't know, Illidan, which is definitely not a high population server by any stretch of the imagination. Of course, I know that's not true. Um, but if you're, on, if you're on one of those servers and you go to the store and go to the services, um, it'll say there whether it's free or not. And yeah. That's how you know it's free. So if you if you suspect that you may qualify for one of these free transfers, that's how you check. I don't believe my server is one of those because I don't think I've ever had to sit in a queue. No, I don't think Dalaran is either. I, I'll be honest, I might have considered moving a max level character over to Dalaran uh, with some gold if I, if that was the case. Oh, I've seen, I've, I've seen Dalaran listed as high pop, but I've never, I haven't had a queue since I moved her over. No, I think I've only had a queue on Dalaran once, and that was going into BFA. And that went away pretty quickly. Yeah, we're not like Illidan, for example, and I don't know, that's the only high pop server, that, that's only like super high pop server that comes to mind. Yeah, I don't know what servers are high pop or not. Um, but yeah, uh, they do say that that uh, free free transfers may be disabled any time. Uh, there's nothing they can do to speed up a transfer; it'll get done as as quick as it can. Um, and yeah, if you uh, decide to move your character off, good luck on your new home. So let's uh, let's talk about some souls. Yes, I mean, it's challenge, right? We should, we should probably talk about some souls. <laughs> so one of the things happening in Shadowlands that a lot of people are discovering once they hit 60 is that there's a lot to do <laughs> when you hit 60. There's a lot to take care of, a lot of 
dailies and weeklies and goals and whatnot. And it can be a little confusing, a little overwhelming. So we just thought we'd take a moment and talk about one of the things, which is the redeemed souls. So they are endgame currency and they are used for upgrading covenant sanctums. And it's one of those things that you can't actually just freely farm it. You can't go out and grind it. They're only achieved through rewards. And then you turn around and use them, like I said, for your covenant sanctum to upgrade it. And that includes, you know, things like unlocking anima conductors, upgrading the command table, enabling teleportation networks throughout the zone, and enhancing the covenant-specific minigame activity that's there at the table. But what a lot of people didn't know is that there's actually a cap. So for right now, we can only get five per week. And while, yes, they're talked about a lot with Torghast and the Maw and whatnot, you can't actually go farm them. They're only awarded weekly. You get it after you complete your first chapter of your Chosen Covenants campaign. When you end the quest, hopeful news. And the rest are achieved through the weekly quest, Return Lost Souls. And you get that at the beginning of every every reset, I believe. And that's like, you know, the weekly quest. This week, you only get five through the campaign. And then once you hit the reset, which if you're here in chat, that's tomorrow. If you're listening to this, you know, later in the week, the reset already happened. Then you can get it through the weekly and you can collect more as you unlock future upgrades. So if you're following, if you're already 60 and you're following your campaign steps and whatnot, you were able to get five this week. I was not because I'm not 60 yet, but you're able to get five this week. And you actually get directed to spend one on your sanctum and then you have four left. Next week, you'll be able to get another five redeemed souls through that weekly quest. And it's sounding like you can get five every week, which is kind of a bummer. Like I'm not going to be able to get 10 next week, for example, but that's okay. That's okay. I'm not that far behind and I know I'm not the only one. So, yeah, that was just, it was a little bit of a change they did with that. And that is an aspect of the end game that people have been a little confused about. So hopefully that helps at least a little bit. Did you yep. guys collect your lost souls this week? Your sure redeemed did. souls. Redeemed. Sorry, they're not lost. They're redeemed. I formerly lost. We've redeemed them now. <laughs> exactly. How, how many? How many? How many? How many prize tokens did it take to redeem? That joke. I see. I see what you did there. Yeah, I've re- I've 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 collected my I've collected my five and redeemed it for an anima conductor. Nice, nice. I did the mission table. Okay. What do you think about the mission table so far? Um, it uses a lot of anima. <laughs> um so okay Th- this is probably coming a bit from you know we just went through 
uh, Battle for Azeroth, and we had one very specific type of currency, and it was earned in a certain plentitude and used in a certain plentitude. Um, I feel like there are missions that I've done that were roughly the same cost on my mission table in Boralis, and I got more resources from doing stuff in the world. Um, I feel like even doing one or two missions a day, I will quickly run out of, out of anima, uh, and be struggling for it. Um, so a bit concerned, but willing to see how it turns out. That will absolutely play a huge part in whether or not I do a lot of alt expansion, though. Um, like my, my, my main, who is my only 60 right now, um, I think whenever I logged in, I saw no more than five world quests in the zone of my, uh, in Bastion, zone of my, of my covenant. Um, now I do understand I could do, I could do world quests in other zones, uh, which I had already thought were locked to me, uh, but I actually have quests from my, uh, my, my covenant to actually go to other zones. Like yesterday was Revendreth, today it's Ardenweald. Um, so I actually am being told to go to those other places. So that's nice. Uh, it definitely clears up a bit there for me as to, you know, what I can expect and what is going to happen there. Um, I, I am, I am feeling a bit concerned. Again, willing to let it play out, but I'm a bit concerned about the, the, uh, the level of anima that I'll have through the expansion and whether uh, I will be struggling to get expansions to my sanctum, like the up upgrades to my sanctum as I'm going through. Um, like, I don't know at the rate I'm going how many weeks it'd be before I'd get another upgrade to my sanctum without a huge influx of anima. Now, there are there are caches you get doing a daily daily some daily quests and some stuff that you get a boatload of gold. Uh, like I did a couple yesterday, and they gave me grays that were worth each time about four or five thousand gold. Uh, and I was able to do two of those yesterday. Um, but it really depends on, like, I, this is only a, do, a two or three day experience. It's not a, a long run right. experience. Uh, and it, it's hard to really judge what the long term feel of it's going to be. Um, but I'm, I'm intrigued, but cautiously concerned about what's going to happen going forward. Oh, one thing to keep in mind, you re you reference specifically up, like upgrading your uh, your covenant uh, sanctum or whatever. Yeah. Um, it doesn't look as though anima is going to be the super limiting factor there. It looks like it's going to be the redeemed souls because there's a redeemed soul cost for that, and that's a very limited resource as we just as we just mentioned. But I mean, unless the upgrades are are significantly significantly more expensive in redeemed souls. Like right now, if I had enough anima, I could do every upgrade 
in my sanctum, and I wouldn't be out of souls. Because the, the first ones only cost one soul each. There's only four upgrades, and I had five souls to start. Now, unless the next one's like five souls, okay, that's limited, more limiting. Yeah, I think eventually it does, it does climb up there. I have to remember exactly... Um, I can't remember exactly how the how much the cost levels up. I'm, I'm trying to look it up real quick, actually. I was just looking at these costs, too. Okay, here we go. So, I'm looking at, right now, the Anima Conductor for Revendra. Like, Tier 1 for that actually doesn't say there. I remember it being, like, pretty cheap. Level 2 is 2.5k Anima with 8 souls. Okay. And flowing... And the, and the third level is... 5,000 anima with 22 souls. And I remember for some of them, like the required anima was high, like around 10,000 or something like that. So they, 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 my, my, my expectation as we go forward in this expansion is that anima, the anima reservoirs, should, like it sounds like it's planned to be pretty free-flowing at some point. Mm-hmm. But in terms of in terms of act, in terms of getting the souls required to make those upgrades, it, it's going to be even less. Like that's going to be the limiting factor. Okay. Because as, as I ju- as I just mentioned here, like the level two is two and a half k anima, and it's eight souls. The next level is double the anima, but more than do- almost triple the souls. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think anima is going to be a limiting factor for long. And we're early in the we're early into the expansion. And there's bound to be more sources for anima and all that other stuff. So I think you'll be fine in terms of that. It's it just it's going to be the souls, like as as I've said, okay. that are going to slow you down. That makes sense. In the end, I mean, like I said, this is just a few days into the expansion. Um, there's lots of lots of changes, lots of ways this can be. Take a different path than I'm. I'm figuring it'll take right now, uh, and I'm, I'm happy to wait and see how it goes. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm hearing. I'm hearing mixed reviews, so I thought I would ask. For now, we should talk about some uh, shadows of the necropolis type. Yeah, so we're gonna step away from Shadowlands for a bit. I know we've been talking for about it for over an hour at this point, but there there is another version of this game that's available, and they're getting a pretty cool update. So, on December 1st, so tomorrow, the next the next phase of WoW Classic is going to be rolling out. Shadows of the Necropolis. For those of you who are unfamiliar with the names of the patches back in the day, that's the, pa- that's the patch that brought along the Naxxramas Raid, the original iteration of that. So, we're going to have the patch rolling out tomorrow, December 1st. And the actual raid is going to be made available on December 3rd. I remember this patch when it was in vanilla. And I I will say uh, I felt so bad for Nexramus because I felt like it was so underdone and so underused. Um, like, people were just getting attuned to it when folks started moving off to to Burning Crusade. Um, so there's people who, who spent 
significant effort to get attuned to it just to have their entire raid team say, no, take a break before the new expansion. And it was just so disappointing. Yeah, that sucks. Hopefully they won't run into that issue this time around. Of course, with this new patch, there's a bunch of other things that come with it. Uh, I'm not going to go into all of it. But some examples are, you know, you get epic quality leg gear from Warsong Gulch if you're resulted with that respective faction. Uh, some new nature-resistant chants are coming in. Uh, you can buy nature-resist pieces from Scenarian Circle. There's a whole bunch of stuff that's coming in. And if WoW Classic is your thing, uh, you got a lot to be excited for for the next little bit. Yeah, I yeah. This is this is this is quite the patch back in the day. Uh, it was also the last patch before uh, before Burning Crusade. So I wonder what uh, what that might hold. Oh my! I guess we'll have to wait till BlizzCon Line to find out. Probably, almost definitely. I I mean, it's only what three months yeah. away. Yep. That's what I should have for a countdown now. I've been trying to figure out what I should have for a countdown now that Shadowlands is actually out. I, I, there you I go. figured that's what you're going to be doing next. It's, it's it's felt so weird not to like make make sure I log I I go to Twitter and uh, tweet something like because <laughs> that, that's uh, that's most of my Twitter stuff just uh, counting down to things. Isn't Calm Before the Storm happening before BlizzCon line? Do we have dates for that? Um, I mean, we. we don't really have uh, not really no I guess we don't have I don't know if we have official dates and it's not like it. it's it's confusing I'll put it up on it's confusing yeah because yeah, it's spread over multiple days too right yeah. yeah I'll figure out a way if there's a countdown to be had I'll I'll figure something out you will count it down exactly <laughs> you will do the final countdown the final countdown. All right, that's enough of that. I'm going to pivot quickly from the, that poor attempt at singing uh, to talk about our sponsor. If that's okay with you guys. I mean, if yeah. you feel the need to escape from that, uh, I, yep, I want to yep, point yep. out. Yep. Uh, I do see a picture of you on the front of the uh, Common Forest Storm page for 2019 pictures. Uh, which one is it? <laughs> uh, it's you, Seraphis, and I, I feel like I should know the other person. I'm thinking it might be Jesse Cox, but I'm not sure. Now I gotta go check. Come before. Storm. And there's one right next to it with you in the background of somebody at a meet and greet. I think it's Michelle Morrow and some other people. Oh yeah, it's Jesse. Yeah. So you, yeah, that... you, 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 you're in the back, background of two pictures. Pretty cool. Oh yeah, it's the other one with Michelle Morrow and Malik. Sure. Uh, cool. I, I couldn't remember who it was. <laughs> I don't see any pictures of Ali here. I don't know why. That just seems wrong. I'm, I'm in that crown somewhere. I'm sure you were. <laughs> I'm I'm not I'm not as cool as Toasty to be in these pictures. Uh, also, I was I was staffing the meet and greet. <laughs> that helps. Which probably. Which I probably just helped. helped. I, I I just helped set up the art before and then to help with stuff after. So <laughs> I, I do wish clicking on the pictures gave you a larger view of the picture. That'd be really nice. Um, surface. I mean, if you look at, if you look at all those art pieces, I helped a lot with that. Oh man, you were a machine <laughs> with that. Good job, Allie. Could have done it without you. Thanks. <laughs> okay. Now I'm actually going to talk about our sponsor. Fine. <laughs> yeah. I should, probably, I should probably do that. 
So today's show is brought to you by Audible. You can get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. That's bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. Now nearly 500,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. This week we're going to listen to something from the Beastie Boys. So let's have a listen. But Adam Yauch, a puzzle, a conundrum, a labyrinth of ideas and emotions, an enigma, a wild card. After 30 years of friendship, I never knew what he was going to do or say next. He was a living contradiction of people's idea of how or what you're supposed to be or do. He's the Buddhist guy who's telling me how last night he was at this after-after party for some fashion show. And he's the fight-for-your-right-to-party guy who went trekking through Nepal on a discovery quest. He once told me that the main draw to him about the Dalai Lama was that he was a funny dude. Obviously, there were other reasons he was drawn to spirituality, faith, and Buddhism. But the funny dude part made perfect sense to me coming from Yauk. Funny is very important. When you're a celebrity, people see you as a certain thing, or rather, in a certain way. But certain personal traits aren't on display. Things you might not know about that person, like Yauk was an information tornado. He's winding through the world, drawing in as much as he could and as fast as possible. So that was the Beastie Boys book, written and narrated by Michael Diamond and Adam Horowitz. You can find that and nearly 500,000 titles over at bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. And we'd like to thank Audible for their support of the show. So, so our question hold, of the week for... Hold on, before we move on here, um, I feel like we have to have a discussion about our pick for next week. Because I, I feel like there's a book we must cover soon. I mean, it's Christmas season starting next week, so I was going to play a bunch of Christmas books, as is tradition. I don't know what All other right. book I could possibly play. Well, it's... I it's, said knowing exactly like what book sequel, you're referring to. Sort of, to one we already do on a regular basis and recently did. You know, just maybe. Anyways. As a thought. Just a thought. So. Alright. Please continue, though, sorry. My bad. So our question of the week for last for the last two weeks, I guess, was how would you rank the Shadowlands pre-patch compared to the pre-patches of past expansions? Leo Wild says that we're talking the event, one of the worst. Not much to do, and I don't like how disruptive Scourge Invasions can be. Didn't like it for Wrath. But the patch itself gave us new leveling and all the awesome customization. If I consider those, 9.0 might be my favorite pre-patch. Wookie BH says, behind Legion and BFA, better than Mr. Pandaria and Warlords of Draenor. And while Huntress didn't actually give us a text response, but she did include an image of a zombie next to a plague crate with the caption, Shadowlands Pre-Patch. It's content! <laughs> Dragon Red says, I would say, meh, but it does not even rise to that level. The only thing interesting was getting a single 32 slot bag for my four level 50s. Vitter AEO says a big pile of poo. I hate it. Rather do Mythic Plus, Bugfest, zero loot. Frasley says it wasn't as good as others in my opinion. The ability for people to group up, the rare lock timer was good. Enjoyed Nathanos, but didn't get me as excited as other pre-patches. Manny says... This was almost a copy of the BFA pre-patch, but didn't have the same big lore moments. I think they were trying to make it 
a formula, and as such, it failed. Hoping they remembered that the BFA launch included our introduction to war mode, as well as a new BD to hold our interest, and it still fell fairly flat. You know, after I read that answer from Manny, I was trying to remember what the BFA pre-patch included, and I can't remember. I remember a bunch of Legion invasions, and it was a great way to level alts. Was it the Legion pre-patch, though? That would have been the Legion pre-patch, right? Oh, yeah, you're right. That was the Legion pre-patch. I mean, you said it. Legion invasion. So I assume yeah. that was Legion. Like, I don't remember the BFA pre-patch. What was the BFA pre-patch? Wasn't that Teldrassil? Okay, I'm glad I'm not the only Wasn't one. Teldrassil and Undercity? Yeah, I guess I guess that's pre-patch. Was that pre-patch? Oh, oh that might have been pre-patch. Well, that's the, launch, oh. yeah, the pre-launch stuff. And we got yeah. old warrior and and all that stuff. Yeah, okay. All right. Okay, I remember that. Oh, and we had to quest and we were wandering around Darkshore killing okay. I it's coming back to, like I, I I remember that now. Okay. Wow. It's been a while. Yeah. Alright. Uh and then we have Argent Rose. Uh not as high for me this time around, but I also wasn't in an RP guild or part of an RP event either. That really made it a lot more fun for me in the past and not doing it this time it was just meh. Or burf. I don't know how to pass that. Uh the one thing I didn't like was everyone sort of gathered in a spot to kill a rare. That's pretty neat, almost makes it seem like there's a community, but in reality we're all just there killing rares and getting short shots. Overall, I'd rate it a 5 out of 10, which is the lowest I've rated any pre-patch events thus far. I think Cataclysm and Legion are just are the two that ranked highest for me. There was just lots of new stuff going on instead of just killing rares. Uh, next week's question is, how have you been enjoying your first week of Shadowlands? Well, we, we gushed about it for an hour combined. I, I'm sure there's so more we can say We that. need to answer this question. Easily. Easily. I'm sure there's more we can say on that. Probably. Probably. Ali, give us a five minute or, or five hour summary. Probably more probably real or realistic there. Uh, that, 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 yeah. Uh, That's the thing. All right. So uh, <laughs> that is about it for our stuff. So let's do shout outs. Ali, you get a shout out first. Oh, dear Lord. My shout out is to. The art and animation team for Blizzard. These zones are absolutely gorgeous. Their uniqueness and their theme. It's just so well done. I've taken so many screenshots and there's been a lot of times I'll just kind of catch myself and just stop and look around and look up, look up. Cause that's what I do, of course. But <laughs> And just, and just take it all in and just, be there for the moment and like I said earlier that sense of wonder is back and I am just in love with it it is the escapism that so desperately need right now and it's everything I wanted it to be and more to be completely honest so um, the art team and really just everyone the art in combination with the music in combination with the story is just they've worked so hard on this and it really shows. All right, Toasty. So Ali has now thanked about 5,000 people uh, at Blizzard Entertainment. Uh, <laughs> who would you like to shout out? Uh, you know, maybe like 
the entire NHL? I don't know. <laughs> um. Oh man, if I had to pick one aspect of this expansion that I've been really digging and I want to call it specifically, it's to the music team. So good. I've so good. I I. I haven't been this immersed in the music in a long time, and I. I, there's, there's, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I like the music. I like the music in previous expansions, but they're there. And but it's been a while since I've just stood in a place just to be able to listen to the music on loop. And I did it this expansion in Art and Wheel. I definitely spent like way longer than I should have just standing around and listening to the music there. It's so good. So, oh gosh. Shout, out, so shout good. outs to the music team. Cool. Um, and of course everybody else but like I want to highlight the music team. Of course. Of course. Uh, so I'm going to apologize to the music team. Uh, I have not had the music on a single time this expansion. I, I know. Feel free to hate me. I apologize. Uh, I just many past expansions have caused the music to just be something that's just I don't. Just, I just don't enjoy it anymore. Um, it, it just it's a distraction uh, from from playing the game to me. Uh, so I do apologize for for not being as into it as others should be. Um, I want to shout out uh, two specific teams of Blizzard. Uh, first is the Cinematics team uh, because you guys have hit so many home runs in this game that if this was a baseball game, you would like, have the highest score in the record of the Major League Baseball. Uh, every cinematic, every time my screen goes blank and I know there's a cinematic coming, I am just, I stop whatever I'm doing, I focus entirely on my computer, and I've just really, really enjoyed this aspect. Um, so thank you very much for such an incredible um, set of cinematics for this expansion. Uh, really, really well done. Uh, big applause and, uh, and and really appreciate all you guys did to make this uh, make those cutscenes and those cinematics just incredibly engaging and something to really look forward to uh, even more than you have other other expansions and that is saying a lot since um, there are expansions that literally I can't imagine uh, not having those expansions there or those cinematics there so um, the other one is uh, I want to uh, give a shout out to the the uh, narrative team. Um, you guys have some incredible people there, and you just added another person. Uh, I think on a, more, on a more permanent basis that um, that it has risen you guys to just another level. Uh, and this expansion really shows how well you guys have done, uh, even while you were all working from home and stressed beyond belief. Um, so shout out to that team. Uh, on the amazing work you guys have done and how entertaining you've made these stories and the quest lines this expansion. Alright, and I think that's about it. Uh, so let's get on out of here. If you'd like to reach us by voicemail, call 1-785-ATA-WOW5 or 785-282-9695. You can send emails to show at allthingsazroth.com if you like what we do here, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash allthingsaz. Join our new Battle.net group at bit.ly slash bnetata. Check out Ali's show at dungeonfables.com and Toasty's stream at twitch.tv slash toastypostycan. 
You can find us on Twitter at AllThingsAZ, at Medros, at Fandeth, at ToastyPostyGan, at AliandrasK, and at Donforge. And please check out the other shows from the Donforge network, including Group Quest and Shattered Soulstone. All right, and we'll be back next week. In the meantime, take care, happy hunting, and we'll see you on the other side of more great content from Shadowlands. More screenshots. This podcast is part of the Dawn Forge Network. Copyright 2020.